Hi, this is Eve Decker. Welcome to my podcast, Loved, Mindful and Musical Perspectives on Daily Life. Episode 12, Vulnerability and Compassion. Years ago, I was on an eight-day silent meditation retreat in the Santa Cruz Mountains of California. One afternoon, I was jogging on a dirt road next to a redwood forest, and I heard a loud buzzing sound. I thought it was the sound of a chainsaw. I wondered if someone was cutting down one of the trees and I felt sad. I decided to go observe what was happening. I followed the sound and came not to a person with a chainsaw, but to a young deer lying in a small creek surrounded by dogs. The sound that I had thought was a chainsaw was the sound of the distressed deer. I shooed away the dogs who were responsive and friendly to me. Their pack mentality had caused them to bring down this deer, but individually they were local family dogs. Once the dogs were gone, I sat with the deer. He was badly mauled and near death. I saw that I couldn't save him, but I stayed nearby, not close enough to disturb him, but close enough to witness and to send care. Although I was helpless, I could still be present and I could sing, so I did. After the deer died, I went back up to the retreat center I told the office staff about the deer. Later they found his body and buried him. In the container of silence, I felt into the deer's suffering and my own helplessness and desire to stay present and respond. I thought about how, as an elementary school music teacher, much of my motivation for teaching songs of kindness, social justice, and celebration is to support the kids tuning into their own hearts. There are times when life puts us in situations where, if we choose, we can be present and do our best to offer care. And other times, we are the vulnerable ones who need to receive kindness and care. Either way, we can offer compassion. When I was a young child, like all young children, I was vulnerable and needed love and protection. One way my mother offered care to me and my siblings was by singing us lullabies at night. I never forgot the sense of ease I felt when our mother was singing us to sleep. I always knew that singing is one way to offer compassion. There are many, many ways, as many ways as there are people who care. The Pali word karuna, which we translate into English as compassion, means wishing a being who is in trouble to be free from suffering or misery, feeling like removing the suffering whether you can or not, eager to remove suffering, the quivering of the heart in response to suffering. Compassion isn't pity, which carries a quality of distancing. Compassion has the willingness to stay present with kindness. Many of us have learned to ignore, minimize, or deny all forms of stress, physical, emotional, and relational. In order for compassion to function, we need to see and be aware of discomfort. Buddhist teacher Christina Feldman wrote, 
Just as longing for love, safety, and respect is a universal longing and story, so too is pain a universal and inescapable story. To turn away from pain and suffering is to embed ourselves in a life of denial, avoidance, and agitation, a life disconnected from the universal story of all beings. To turn toward the reality of distress and pain is to open the door to the immeasurable compassion possible for each of us and to take our seat in the family of all beings. We learn we can turn toward rather than away from, to include rather than to exclude, to attend rather than to ignore, and to open our hearts to the cries of our own hearts and the cries of the world, unquote. Herman has said, quote, you know quite well deep within you that there is only a single magic, a single power, a single salvation, and that is called loving. Well then, bring love to your suffering. Do not resist it. Do not flee from it. It is your aversion that hurts, unquote. Choosing compassion is based on observational insight. It's an understanding. We come to understand that we support peace and healing with presence and kindness rather than hating, judging, or pretending pain isn't there. These strategies make stress worse. Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh teaches that compassion is a verb. There's the kind resonance of empathy, and there's also responsiveness. As we feel into compassion, we each find our own ways of bringing it into the world, to our loved ones, and to ourselves. Patience is a form of compassion. Forgiveness is a form of compassion. Volunteering, donating, sharing, smiling, creating, all can be ways of living the verb of compassion. Pain hurts and can be met with presence and care. We can offer it out to others and we can offer it to ourselves. There are times when others are vulnerable and need compassion and times when we need it. This is the song that I wrote the day I sat with the dying deer. May we all be held in the great heart of compassion. Created with care over thousands of years, beauty lurks in the eyes and the hooves of the deer. Beauty is not seen by a pack of dogs who pull you down into the stream. Now you lie in the creek, it's still Spirits 
change that still I sing for you the child comes to school all battered and bruised by our culture's obsession with things learning young not to look peace in his heart but in what the external world brings now you sit in the classroom facing the wall headed straight for disaster we're letting you fall you'll bring down a piece of our world when you go so i offer The podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by my brother, Ben Decker. For information about individual or group Dharma coaching sessions, classes, and live concerts, go to my website, 
evedecker.com. There, you can also buy and download music from any of my five albums. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Loved. We are loved. We are loved.